The Dragon Reread is brought to you by the Armadillo Podcasting Club. Did you know no more than three armadillos are allowed on domestic flights in the United States? Mm, no, why? Really? Because it turns out the, the famous air hijacker D.B. Cooper was four armadillos working together, and they never want that to happen again. <laughs> <laughs> I did not know that. For more armadillo-related facts, to find out how you can access episodes a day early, and to visit our other podcasts, check us out at armadillo.club. Time turns and ages come and pass, leaving memories that become podcasts. Hello there, welcome to the Dragon Reread. We're rereading Robert Jordan's Wheel of Time series of fantasy novels. I am Jeff Lake. I'm Alice Sullivan. And I'm Mike Sparkman. And today we're covering chapters 31 through 35 of Knife of Dreams, book 11 of the Wheel of Time. Last time. Previously, Rand goes to his big fancy not a trap meeting and it's super a trap. The daughter of the nine moons is just Simraj in blackface. Yikes. Ooh. Uh, right? Uh, Wait, but she, she is black. Is Simraj black? Well, they always describe her as very dark skin. You sure? Yeah. Yeah. Oh. Maybe I should cut that part out. I mean, maybe she's in blackface. Maybe I missed that part of the, <laughs> the scene. I, 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 I thought she was just, uh, I mean, I don't I know. I mean, she's a forsaken, forsaken her assholes. So, yeah, yeah true. They would do that. Yeah. It's true. And, that, and everybody, like, on the Sean Chan are like, we don't understand why you're wearing that makeup. And she's like, trust me, it's very offensive. <laughs> <laughs> Also, she blasts Rand before they manage to capture her. I guess he's going after the rest of his enemies single-handedly. <laughs> <laughs> Meanwhile, with the real daughter of the Nine Moons in tow, Matt is making war on the Shanchan and Altara. I have this feeling that Matt's going to end up accidentally conquering Altara just so he can get out of it. Uh, you know, I was just trying to escape, but I keep be- beating the armies, and then there weren't any left. Uh, after a- King Matt the First of Altara. Wait, isn't Altara one of those countries that's not very well united? Yeah, I guess yeah. not. And yeah. that's just going to unite Altara. <laughs> uh, after a bunch of twists and betrayal, Perrin and Fael are at last united. And I assume at this point Perrin's going to disappear for two books until he finally comes up for air, uh, just in time for the final battle. Because, uh, I mean, he's got a lot of fucking to do at this point. <laughs> right. Well, at least 54 <laughs> fucks. Okay. Yeah, I mean, that's what the knots were. He was like, one per day, right? <laughs> he didn't say what they were, but we know. Yeah. Chapter 31, The House on Full Moon Street, Icon of the Black Aja. Elaine is sitting there arguing with some kin to be more careful because of that serial killer that they just found out about. Yeah, apparently there have been more murders, and they really need to get NDA on this case. They do. Um, And meanwhile, a red sister comes in and is Elida's advisor that she sent to Elaine in the worst possible diplomatic move you could imagine. Like, this is... So fucking tone deaf, right? Like, like I mean, and she's not even, she doesn't even come in, you know, agreeable. She's just like, no. Yeah, like, I, A, A, Elida knows that Elaine and Egwene are besties. So you want to send your diplomat, but she sends this total asshole, because apparently the Reds have, like, hot and cold running jerks. Right? Yeah. <laughs> like, every single one of them is, is just a jerk. Yeah. And, and this person comes in as awful. I'm just surprised Elida found somebody as delusional as she is. Yeah. I get the feeling that there's a lot of those in the Red Aja, that they, they have this idea that they're still like in power, even though 
it's really clear that there aren't. Yeah, her, her deal is like, well, I'm going to be your advisor, and you have to go back to the tower, and we're not going to we're not going to treat you bad for leaving the tower because you were on orders, but you've been pretending to be an Aes Sedai, so we are going to torture you for that. <laughs> That's the deal. Yes, that was very frustrating, but I was very satisfied with Elaine's responses, which were, fuck you, fuck you, fuck you, get out of my house. Yeah, yeah, to Elaine's credit, she tells her to fuck right off. It's like, yeah. no, uh, yeah. Uh, don't let the portcullis hit you on the ass on the way out, you know? <laughs> right, yeah, that, that was pretty satisfying. Yeah, I, I, uh, I, I'm super over Elida in general. Like, she's just, like, she's she seems like a waste of everyone's time at this point, you know? Mm-hmm. She, she has no real power. She's just, like, making a mess, and she keeps sending out various Aes Sedai to make things worse, right? Yep. She reminds me of the boss in Office Space, who's, like, just completely ineffective. <laughs> right. Yeah, I know, it's bad. And then Halwin Nori brings in Hark, who has successfully tracked Melar to the Dark Friend house. Yeah, he even ID'd the two black Aja that are there. Yeah, this guy missed his calling. He's really good at this. I know. Right. We, like, they need to get this guy on the payroll immediately. Well, they do. <laughs> I mean, sort of. Yeah, yeah. They they they, they uh, gently suggest that he should work for them. Yeah, he's like, oh, uh, are you going to take the curse off me now? And Elaine's like, lol, no. <laughs> <laughs> I don't believe I ever said I would. Yeah, did you know that you work for me now for the rest of your life? <laughs> I, You know, Matt's never regretted bringing Vannon in, just saying. That's true. Yeah. Then Elaine finally orders Melar arrested because she got what she wanted out of him. Yeah, she's ready to go blast some Black Aja. And uh, I, I like in this meeting that, that she she invites all the Aes Sedai to come in because she's going to do do a thing. And all the warders that come in immediately clock Hark and yeah. just like watch him like a clock. <laughs> yeah, one by one they walk in and they like see him in the corner and they all just like kind of position themselves to like keep an eye on him. <laughs> yeah. He's getting more and more anxious about it. You know, This poor guy. I feel really bad for this guy. I mean... He's 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 definitely a criminal, like many times over. But he's not a violent criminal. He just you know cuts a purse every now and then. Yeah, he could be a violent criminal. We actually don't. Yeah, know yeah, that. that's true. We we don't know a lot about Hark, so we shouldn't be necessarily be too sympathetic. Yeah. But you know, he seems like he's in a he seems like an all right guy. Yeah. <laughs> you know, for a, he's he, probably probably thinking like it's a good thing they didn't check the meat pie shop next door to my house. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But as to Elaine's plan, it seems to be just marching an army up to the house and going in wizard guns a-blazing, which, okay, we talked about this before. This is not an appropriate task for the Queen of Andor, right? Like, (laughs) there's lots of things the Queen of Andor should do. Diplomacy, planning battles, you know, like... She has literal armies. Yeah, yeah. But she's like... Including a bunch of, like, untrustworthy mercenaries that she doesn't like very much. Yeah, like, there there are a lot of people for this job, and it it is not necessarily the job for the Queen of Andor, but uh, especially, like... We, we, her, I know she's been practicing, but her channeling powers are still kind of dodgy, right? Yeah. Right now they are. Yeah. Because of the whole uh, pregnancy thing. So, yeah, uh, this is a terrible plan. <laughs> but yeah, that, that is the plan. As they, they ride over there that night, uh, early in the morning, and they're going to, she brings three Aes Sedai with her, and they're going to go in and capture the two uh, Black Ajas they know to be in the house. Yeah, I love that, uh, was it Jame, uh, Van Deen's warder? It's like I'm gonna go scout the place out, and he just like strolls up. Like, what is he doing? It's like he will, he's looking, he's yeah. looking normal, you know. Yeah, he's, he's walking in the gate like <laughs> like someone who knows what they're doing. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's kind of great. And he uh, he catches the guy, uh, th- that big hulking dude, uh, as- drunk and asleep in the loft, and ties him up. But yeah. uneventful, pretty much. Right. And then they go in, and Elaine links with one of the two other people that they think to be Black Aja, and Van Dien links with the other one. 
uh, so that they're in charge. And I do not think she should have trusted Van Dien. I do not trust Van Dien. We no. have discussed that this is... <laughs> I mean, Van Dien is... Van Dien is I, whatever she is, she's certainly sketchy, right? Yeah. For whatever reason. But, so they storm in and they yeah. capture all the Black Eyed and like ride away victorious, right? Yeah, everything goes exactly the way Elaine planned. Except it doesn't. Yeah, just kidding. <laughs> it's a trap. Yeah, this is her terrible plan goes terribly wrong. And you know. You know what I forgot? Elaine is a founding member of Nineties Detective Agency. Oh, yeah. oh, NDA rides again. Yeah, yeah. She's yeah. gonna spring it. She springs that trap. Oh right. man. See, she might have been thinking, what would what would Nynaeve do right now? I know. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, it's a trap. Turns out there's like four more Black Ages there than they thought there were, and they had they even have a bunch of fancy Terran Creole. Yeah, it's like a taser. It sounds like it's like a little a little me- metallic bar that shoots sparks and stuns you. Yeah. And doesn't use channeling, so... And know. so they, they totally take Elaine down, and they get captured. Uh, Van Dien manages to knife Carrie Ann, who is outed as the Black Aja. Yeah, the, the, Carrie Ann was the Black Aja all along, but yeah. It's like, what, what does she say? Oh, this, this is for Adelaide, and just like shanks her before. Yeah. yeah. But then Van Dien dies. Yeah, and then, yeah, the Temeil, one of the Black Ajas, comes in and just kills all the other Aes Sedai, easily. Yeah. Yep. That, more uh, that was the plan that Elaine planned. <laughs> yep. Good yep. one, Elaine. Yeah. So now Elaine is a black Aja prisoner. And, uh, you know, I, I imagine Rain would be pretty upset to learn about that. Mm-hmm. I'm not sure what the black Aja's plan is at this point, but uh, I, I guess they don't know that uh, Rand is bonded to Elaine or they may uh, do something different than what they've done. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah. They, there's a lot of things they don't know. Yeah. I mean, th- these people are operating on like book two information. Uh-huh, <laughs> you know, uh-huh, they're not yeah. up to date on the latest stuff. Yeah. Yeah. There's a, there's a lot of information that would be helpful for them to know that uh, they don't. And... <laughs> that they just stole the dragon's baby mama. Yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah. Chapter 32. To keep the bargain, Icon of the Sea Folk. Um, Birgitta and the warders feel no fear through the bond at all, even after they feel them getting tased. Which is interesting. Uh, so this is a this is a thing that that we're kind of hinted at, and I, I had forgotten about it until a little bit later. Elaine thinks she cannot die because of Min's vision. Well, yeah, yeah, and that seems like a stretch to me. Yeah, but I buy right. that. But why why did the other warders not feel any fear? Uh, they I, I, the other warders I don't think feel any. I, I don't think they say that specifically. They know something's wrong. See, I, I thought they they said like, oh, they just got tased or something, but they don't feel any fear, and they told us not to go in. And then they all die, and the warders charge yeah. in. Yeah, it's uh, unclear. Maybe the Aes Sedai think they're going to be prisoners. Maybe you know, yeah. for whatever reason. But yeah, when when the Aes Sedai die, every single one of those warders goes berserk. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's probably not going to go great for them because they're, they're all in. dead. Yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, but but hey, still cool to see them one by one just go and run in. You know, right? And then Birgitta, the smart one, yeah, gallops back to the palace. And summons Gaibon, who, after this sequence of chapters, I now trust. Yeah, <laughs> I, I, yeah, he was that, that was the guy who rode in uh, with a bunch of yeah random the soldiers. Suspicious right? AF guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Charles. But yeah, yeah. But Brigitte is like, you know what's going to help this is an army. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so she goes and gets an army. Like they should have done in the first place. Yeah. And also rounds up a bunch of sea folk windfinders. Yeah, you got to admire her efficiency. It's like. 10 minutes later that she's in the map room planning a rescue. Like, yeah. Brigitte is a badass. You know who she reminded me of? Who? Matt. 
Oh um, yeah, yeah, yeah. True. yeah. Mm-hmm. I think I think Brigitte and Matt have a lot uh, a lot to talk about. You know, like I think they they could be good friends. Yeah, they should hang out more often. Yeah, remember that one time when they had the little they got they hung out, got, got drunk, and drunk. talked in the old old tongue a bunch. Yeah. Oh really man, cool. I would. That should be a spinoff. <laughs> yeah, she keeps thinking she's not a general, but she's a really good tactician at that moment. Yeah. It's true. So yes, yeah, so they plan a rescue. The rescue is they're going to get the sea folk to gate them to. Travel them out to the the road and using her bond with Elaine to know where they are. Fucking sea folk, though. Yeah. Oh, yeah, they're, they're the worst. They're like, oh, I don't know about this. I don't know if we can help rescue <laughs> <And> for <laughs> Black Aja. Uh, you know, we're not trying to get involved. She's yeah. like, dude, if she's dead, then she can't hold up her... Yeah, your deal is with Elaine. Come on, people. Think it through. Uh, but in the middle of... In the midst of their trying to leave, uh, it to me, it becomes pretty clear that the abduction was part of Aramel's plan because... Suddenly, Aramel's forces are attacking. Yeah, they're massed and attacking at one gate, where at the same place, a bunch of mercenaries have turned coat on the inside of the city and are attacking the gate from the inside, trying to open it. Yeah, and this is this is like an hour after Elaine's, or you know, minutes after Elaine is taken. So this is right. like clearly a coordinated thing. Yeah, and so Brigitte is like, all right, one thing at a time. Yeah, and she takes the the windfinders, the Sifo windfinders, and a bunch <laughs> of troops. I love this. She's like, they they open the portal and she, she's going through and she's like, I want to show you something. And they're like, what do you want to show us? <laughs> oh, like, Don't worry about it. <laughs> it's real cool. You'll like it. Just come with me. <laughs> and uh, also she sends Dielan and the child lord, uh, who are kind of annoying, to deal with the, the mercenary attack on the inside of the city. It feels like everything is going to shit really fast all of a sudden. Yes. And then once they're there on the outside of the city with Guybon ready to intercept... The wagon. Wagon. Yeah, the Black Aja wagon. The yeah. Black Wagon. <laughs> yeah, that's good. The Black Wagon. I love it. They, Guybon, like, lines up his troops and charges them right into the meat grinder. They all start getting blown to hell. And there's Balefire. Yeah, and there's Balefire, because they've got that one Balefire rod that Nynaeve did not take care of when she had the chance. <laughs> Man, come on, Nynaeve. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, yeah, at this point is when I, I withdraw my suspicion of Guybon, because he led a charge into almost certain death. Yeah. For this person. To the to the point where there was a moment where I thought he was going to die. They, they were like, oh, Guybon was charging. And then they saw the thing about to get him, you know, but... Yeah. And then Brigitte is, like, talking to the, the Windfinders, like, eh, eh, you can do anything? They're like, we didn't have a deal about that. Yeah, yeah but you're going to let them all die? Look, they're all going to die. Elaine's going to be dead. You won't have any deal, eh? <laughs> and then finally they're like, God, God damn it, you're right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And then the... And then the eight Windfinders linked in a circle just demolish the Black Aja. It's just yeah. like not even a fight. They like frag one of them and then shield all the rest immediately. And it's yeah. just like fight over. Yeah. Uh, so, you know, I mean, uh, Brigida played the, the sea folk like a damn violin. I thought that was amazing. You know? Yeah. And this is a plan she came up with very fast. Mm-hmm. Yeah. If you want to get paid, you, yeah, it's, it's, a, it's frustrating because it wasn't the, the people dying mm-hmm. that turned the sea folk. It was the, you're not going to get paid if, uh, if we lose. Yeah. And I, it was interesting how Brigitte keeps thinking, I've forgotten all my memories. I don't know who I was anymore, except this is exactly who she is. Like, mm. doing this big hero stuff like this. Yeah, her memories may be gone, but she is still Brigitte, hero of legends. Yeah. My, my only criticism of this is that she did not shoot anybody in the eye. Oh, yeah. she any of these things. That would have been really cool. I guess she's a general now, so she doesn't do the bow thing. She should definitely do the bow thing, though. She should. That's kind of how I thought it was going to go, is that they were going to charge the, the Black Aja, and Brigitte was just going to pick them all off. Yeah, one by one. Just... Yeah. 
can we just say this is the shortest abduction ever? Like, right. yeah, they, they they captured her and then an army teleported on top of them and then they got killed by like, the windfinder. No, no, no. What do you think this is, Lord of Chaos? That shit does not fly anymore. <laughs> yeah, we got a we got a book to close up here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Chapter thirty three, nine out of ten. Icon of the White Lion. So Elaine is uh, impatient to be rescued during this whole time. This is the point where I was thinking about Elaine because she's in, in her head. She's like, "Oh well, this is pretty screwed up." But oh well, men said I'm going to have these babies, so I'm okay. Like Elaine is laying a lot of load on men's prediction Absolutely. here. Think a little bit more creatively here, Elaine. There's a lot of bad things that can happen to you where you still have the babies. Yeah, and and the thing is that she's being cavalier about her own safety, but what's happening here is a direct result of that. A lot of people are dying. Because Elaine threw herself That's into this, right? exactly yeah. what I was thinking. This, this whole debacle, this, mm-hmm. this clown show, is because Elaine not only is having this stupid succession fight in Andor that she doesn't have to have because she's access to vastly more uh, powerful resources than this, but also she got herself captured and she got her friends all killed. Yeah. Uh, the, the black Aja in the... In the house were there the two black eyes that were there were there the four that were there they were there specifically to abduct elaine so if she hadn't been there they wouldn't have been there yeah so. she, she just thinks really immaturely and she still tries to do this thing where sometimes i'm the eye Sedai and sometimes i'm the daughter heir of andor and like that doesn't work you're one person she, yeah she needs to start thinking like a queen you know yeah but yeah she's she's not thinking about that she's uh yeah She's got to deal with the... So this, yeah. all this stuff happens around her while she's bound and gagged. But then she is freed by Birgitta. And then something I found very interesting happens. Birgitta says something goofy and Elaine sniffs at her and then sneezes. So this sniffing thing that I've never understood that everybody does in this thing is an actual sniff. Yeah. Right? When you're, yeah. you're sniffing at something that you, you think is yeah. stupid. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I've never seen anybody do that in real life. No. <laughs> I, like, I can only assume I, that it is... I live in a high allergy. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I, when I just did that as an example, I nearly sneezed. I just like... <laughs> it, just almost, it almost got me. Well, that and the wetting your lips when you're nervous, I've never seen anybody do in real life. Mm-hmm. And then the, like, folding arms underneath your breasts, like... Uh, yeah, hold on. Like, what? Yeah, that's not, like a, that's not right? a comfortable place yeah. to put your arms. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, like, I don't, I don't know if you're a woman, maybe you just like the idea of them like pushing their boobs up or something. Like, but yeah, I, when you I, ordinarily fold your herbs, it's not like down there. Under there, yeah, no, yeah. it doesn't make sense. sense. Yeah. I assume Robert Jordan sniffed a lot and licked his lips when he was nervous and <laughs> folded his arms under his breast. Yeah, you know, <laughs> look, everyone's got their things. He, and he just had a lot of his skirts, yeah. <laughs> and he had to smooth his skirts occasionally. But yeah, uh, after, the, after the rescue, uh, she's. Dealing with the assault on the gate. She she pivots pretty... To her credit, she pivots pretty quickly. Yeah, she gets the sit rep, and she she realizes immediately, like, this is exactly what they were waiting for, Aramilla to, to bunch up all of her troops. And that the, since they're forced up against the gate, that she can trap them as long as the gate is holding, and even if it doesn't, this is a great time to attack, which is... She's right. And that is what they do. Something I've, I've started noticing, this is just kind of a side thing, uh, is... When you're when you're seeing things from Elaine's perspective, it's a little distracting. Like she's thinking about a lot of random things, and it, I, I, I don't think this is always the case with the different characters. It might be something kind of unique to her perspective. Mm-hmm. But an example was she was uh, she's riding in, and she's like, "Oh, those horses belong to the Black Aja. Uh, they're probably not evil horses, right? I mean, they could be evil horses, but no, we're going to. Uh, <laughs> I'm going to sell these horses and give the money to the poor. You know, it's just like 
interesting seeing how she's like pivoting. She's parsing all of this information as she's going along, you know? Yeah. I, I noticed that the, she takes a, a quick stock of the wounded, right? All the people that got blown apart in this, this mission to rescue her. Yeah. And it occurred to me that she's attacking, the, her, her group she's attacking with is about 10,000 people. They do not have the manpower to fight this kind of war. You know, I've been reading some Civil War era stuff recently, and you need way more people than this because you can lose 10,000 people in a battle, no problem, yeah. with the, the kind of technology, assuming that they're these magic battle stuff that they're doing is equivalent to artillery. Yeah, well, I mean, we, we've seen it firsthand, right? Uh, the, the Trolloc assault that we saw Rand obliterate was, I think they said it was like 200,000 or something. Didn't they say it was something like that? Yeah. And he, you know, he, he, he just destroyed them. So, yeah, an army like this wouldn't last five seconds. Yeah, this, this army is just not prepared. Yeah, not for, not for wizard warfare or any of the other things yeah, that they deal with. And presumably the last battle is going to involve a lot of that stuff, so I don't know how much good this is going to do. Yeah, uh, I mean... And we saw how poorly the Shido Aiel did against the, uh, its parents' small group of channelers. And those are arguably the, the peak of, of infantry in, the, in, right. this, in this time, right? The this tallest world. and the least thirsty and the most red-headed army. <laughs> That's right. But anyway, the, the fight itself is actually pretty short. Um, yeah. once, once Elaine teleports in, her troops are behind their forces because it's not... So there's, there's the interior gate of, of Camelon and the exterior gate. I guess the exterior gate is already breached. Um, no, they're, they're in the new city, which doesn't have a wall around it. Okay. Because there's, there's the old city, which is built by the Ogier, the wall around it, and the new city, which is all built out around it. Okay. And so, they're in the new city. So the invasion forces are attempting to breach the old city at Correct. the gates, and she teleports into the new city behind them. Right. So they're, they essentially smash them up against the, the gates. Exactly. Which, if the gate had been open, was this was going to turn into a real clown show. Yeah. Uh, with lots of blood in the streets. But the gate is not open, because Dielan and the annoying child lords have done their job and held the gate. Yeah, Dielan, man. That was, yeah. a, that was such a good recruit. I, I mean, if I had a house in Andor, I'm for Dielan. No, like, right? all these people are saying, like, Elaine, really? When we've got Dielan? They're right. Yeah, yeah. no, yeah, absolutely. And, and I think that's the thing, right? Like... Like, what, what did she do? Catch a dragon dick one time? <laughs> I mean, that's impressive. But, <laughs> uh, but yeah, Dylan uh, brings it home. Because yeah. once, once Elaine brings in her forces, Dylan charges out of the gate and that's this. Super cool. This was awesome. I, I, the description of them catching the, the army from behind, unawares, the, the gates opening and the crosswomen coming in like waves and unlo unloading and the next wave comes and pushes past them and shoots and... The way people were clambering around on the roofs and trying to shoot down in the melee—very cool. Yeah, this is this is a great this is a great little fight. It's short, it is short, but it's like very again, yeah. really interesting. And there right. were halberdiers, and I personally think halberds are very cool. I think, well, <laughs> I think I they're mean, the best weapon. They're really good against cavalry, you know. Yeah, I think they're good against everything. It's like a Swiss Army knife. They're not good against crossbows. That's a good point. <laughs> but <laughs> or, everything else, or yeah. artillery, or like magic, like death gates yeah 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 true uh you know they're, they're they were great technology at the time uh, before all this other stuff came along right but yeah from there it's the soldiers start surrendering it's kind of a done deal yeah uh yeah great battle i mean it's only slightly undercut by the fact that elaine could have done all of this stuff with her mind uh-huh yeah you know uh and they're all like they're, her bodyguards are holding her back like no no, no you mustn't put yourself in danger i'm like I like, mean, really, though. Kids, she is the danger. <laughs> she is the most dangerous person in this city right now. Yeah. Especially since all those Aes Sedai are dead. <laughs> right. Yeah. <laughs> and then uh, all the captured nobles, because she got them all, almost all of them. She missed one. 
are paraded in front of her for, to beg for her mercy. Yeah, th- th- this is this is ridiculous. Like th- these are all of Aramilla's loyalists, and they're all dressed for coronation. I was like, dude. Yeah, I, I'm sure Aramilla made them do that. Yeah. Well, no, I mean that's 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 like this. Is, she was very uh, Aramilla was uh, over overplayed over, her hand. Yes. Yeah. Uh, so she's gonna take them. She's gonna ransom them. That all tracks. Yeah, I'm very I, unhappy. I, I I am astounded that nobody has connected the fact that Aramilla has to be a dark friend based on this, right? Like, is there any way that this isn't that she is absolutely definitely a dark friend? Does she have to be a dark friend? Well, because yeah, she why? she was coordinating with these black Aja, right? I don't think that's clear that she was, because like Elaine, did they know? Elaine just found out about the black Aja house because she tracked Melar. She wasn't lured into it that's necessarily. True, but those four black Aja were definitely there to abduct her, right? They totally were. Yeah. Uh, I don't yeah, know. I don't, at the moment of abduction is when Aramella struck. I don't know. It doesn't seem like a... Well, I think Aramella's going to strike, strike then anyway, remember? Because everybody was saying, Aramella thinks she's going to be queen next week. I think I think she, that was because she was coordinating with this abduction attempt. Because remember, at the, it was it was a little while ago. I think it was maybe two episodes ago. Uh, it ended with uh, Aramella getting uh, a messenger who was like, tonight, we're doing it tonight, or something like that. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So I don't know. Maybe, maybe she didn't know they were dark friends. Maybe she just knew they were Aes Sedai who were going to help her. Right. And then uh, the one odd person out is Sylvace. <sighs> yeah. Who, uh, you know, the, the creepy niece of the rape lord is like, oh, my, my rapey grandfather died. Of a terrible of- seizure, mysteriously. <laughs> yeah, weird. And I'm on your side now. Do you want me to have my, my secretary torture all of the lords? Oh my god. And Elaine's like, nice to meet you. No, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe not, but a very kind offer. Yeah, <laughs> yeah she, uh, yeah, this is this had to have been the, the house's plan all along, right? Like, they had the elder lord there in case Armella wins, and they have her in the wings in case Armella loses. This had to have been a plan, right? I guess so. I'm, I'm not sure what the plan is. I still think Sylvace is Lanfear. Oh, that's right. The I, resurrected Lanfear. Could be. I don't know. Really? Uh, Sindane, I mean. Yeah. Assuming Sindane. I think Sylvace is Sindane, and I think Sindane is Lanfear. Right. Uh, well, I thought it was curious that the other houses knew to be terrified of Sylvace's quote-unquote secretary. She's that guy. Remember Aramilla has had some of her, her lords tortured by, like, a guy who uses ropes to torture people? It must have been him. Yeah, yeah, I think yeah. that guy. Okay. The cords guy, yeah. Mm-hmm. The guy with the cords. Yeah. So, anyway, since Sylvace is very sketchy, and Elaine is like, welcome aboard. Yeah. Yeah, she, she's immediately like, can I have custody, uh, custody of all of these other lords? And Elaine's like, no. <laughs> <laughs> not there yet. You're a little yet. intense. Yeah, yeah, not, yeah. not there. And I like that Elaine says, wow, she's kind of creepy. And then everybody else that meets her is like, by the way, do you know she's kind of creepy? <laughs> <laughs> I, yeah, I, I, I think that, uh, I don't know. I don't know that she is Sindane slash Lanfear, but I think she is definitely someone to keep an eye on. Sure. Yeah. So Elaine now has nine of the ten houses she needs to get enough victory points to win this Game of Thrones. What, what? Yeah. So uh, that, that, that's, that's a big victory, right? I, I, don't, I think yeah. she didn't expect to come out of this so far ahead. This, is, this was cool. I like this, even though I find Elaine to be grating. Uh, it also felt kind of abrupt, like we keep saying about this book. Yeah. yeah. The, we're just trying to tie up a long loose sentence. Yeah. Like, didn't Fael spend literally two books being captured? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And then Elaine spends literally a chapter. So. <laughs> yep. It just, everything moved very quickly. Not yeah. that I'm complaining at all. No, I, yeah. I, I, thought, I thought these were action-packed and kind of, kind of fun to read. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I much stuff yeah, yeah, great. 
It's, it's, this is the stuff Robert really good at. Yep. Agreed. Chapter 34, A Cup of Kaf, icon of the Shanshan. So, Furik Karede, remember that guy? I didn't, I had to look him up. So he's, <laughs> he's the guy who... Uh, he's the death who watch trying to track down Tuon, right? Yeah, who used to be Tuon's bodyguard, who kind of went AWOL to track down Tuon. Right. <laughs> and it's important to note that he's the guy who's known Tuon since she was like seven. Like, he personally knows who, her, yes. who she is. Which is so important right now because there's this... Basically the entire... Yeah, yeah. Well, no, there's not. The, basically the entire Shan Chan army believes that Tuan is the fake is a fake Tuan and will kill her on sight. But he knows who she is is for real and is gonna, you know, yeah. I guess be the the one who convinces them that she's not. Yeah. So he's been uh wandering on with Altara since I don't know, a hundred chapters ago. Yeah. And uh, Yeah, like we have not heard from this guy since he walked out of Ebudar, right? Yeah. Alright. And he checks in with a local Shanshan army camp. Yeah, he's riding into the middle of Matt's war right now. <laughs> he totally is. Yeah. And I, I love it. Because they've been having... This army camp has been having all sorts of trouble. <laughs> they've been getting thoroughly matted. Yeah, it's, it's <laughs> funny because like, the banner general is reporting. He's like, well, we're getting attacked here, but there's no one there. We're having uh, channelers destroying us who aren't channelers because it's not channeling. It's Matt's cannonry is set up, I think. I think that's oh, what they're implying. Oh, maybe it's like, like firework bombs or something? Yeah, they're like explosions that could only be caused by the one power, except our uh, our Damani don't detect the channeling, any channeling happening. Aha. Which is the cannons, yeah. So, uh, yeah. Really bad news for the Shanshan. Yeah. Probably bad news for the world, actually, because artillery is, you know, bad for humans. But Yeah, indeed. But, uh, yeah. And that's that's very entertaining to watch. And he's like, and they, they take their bodies with them, and they never make a mistake, and we're just totally screwed here. Uh, how are you? And the and because Corita is like is having trouble finding him because of all these rumors that the Death Watch guard are trying to kill Tuon, so everybody's like treating him like crap. Or that the or that the Death Watch guard are in cahoots with the fake Tuan, maybe? It's, yeah, I, I don't understand this plot thing, because like, yeah. I, I don't think I ever understood this. I know that there was this rumor that they, they mentioned in this chapter where Tuan was uh, was it stealing jewelry or, or like shaking down jewelers in Ebudar for yes. months. But that didn't happen, right? That, that was an imposter of some kind. Maybe that was Samir Haj pretending to be Tuan? Maybe? I don't know. But either way, that the upshot of this, for some weird Shanshan reason, is that all the Shanshan are pissed off at that are going to kill Tuan on sight and hate the Death Watch guards. Right. But the Death Watch, for their part, the Death Watch guards don't give a shit. Right. They're yeah. like, well, we're going to kill them if they give us trouble. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah. They walk in and uh, the what's his name, Farik the Karid, the the leader, is like, no killing anybody yet. Yeah. Like his buddy is like, oh, we should kill these guys. They're being so rude. And the guy's like, no, 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 no. That would get in the way of our plan. We'll kill him later. <laughs> well, okay. Yeah. yeah this, this, these Death Watch guards do not fuck around. And Kareta is doing that that thing that uh, that Shanshan Seeker did, where he has all the right facts, but he puts them together in exactly the wrong way. <laughs> oh my god, this cracked me up so much. He's like, okay, the whole plot was masterminded by Tom Marilyn. <laughs> <laughs> and Tom Marilyn is actually... Gareth Brine or maybe Egelmar in disguise and he was sent there by the White Tower. It's like, dude. So dude. I know. It's 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 pretty entertaining. Oh man. Oh yeah, the White Tower possibly orchestrated by High Lady Suroth, right? Because they think that High Lady Suroth is uh is working for the White Tower. Right. 
Oh man! And so he's like, he's got all the facts, right? That Tom Marilyn's there. Tom Marilyn is a is an operator. Suroth is evil and yeah. working against them. But yeah. just put them together all the wrong way. Yeah. Now, what, what really cracks me up is he's going to be so disappointed when he learns that Matt accidentally abducted two on the way. Out of <laughs> no, it's like, yeah, this is not this is not a masterstroke to cripple the return. And, and he's like, essentially, Matt has been stumbling around trying to return to one ever since. Like, what he's trying to do is get her back to Ebudar right now. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. Oh, it's so good. <laughs> it's quality. I'm sorry, Kareed. So, but Matt's plan is completely working. And, and Karede is like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, these, these guys have no chance against this master tactician. Um, and I think Coretta even knows that what they're doing, they're pulling back their main army to deal with this problem, is exactly what Matt wants them to do. But Coretta doesn't tell them this because he's, he's laser focused. He's like, I'm going to get to that pass first, and I'm going to get to Tuon. Yeah, and, and that's that's a that's that is a, a good point. He he seems to immediately know what Matt's actual plan is, and he's concerned that if he tells these soldiers, then they're going to go try and kill Tuon. Yeah, because that's the way things are right now. Right, it's which a weird problem. That's I, I yeah I guess I guess this makes sense if you're a Shanshu. Yeah, I, I find the whole plot very confusing, but uh, that seems to be the deal. Anyway, yeah. So anyway, he heads off. They they're riding for the pass. Him and he's got his his Ojir gardeners who seem to be like very cool and a bit part. Uh, you know. It made me sad though to have Ojir fighters. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. They just seem like they should be peaceful people. You know, it's yeah, it's interesting. We we. Have not seen Ogier fighting, with the exception of Loyal in very limited circumstances. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but and, historically, and this Loyal is, by Ogier standards is a maniac. Yeah, yeah, he's yeah. he's like a he's a maverick. He's like <laughs> wild card Loyal. <laughs> but but historically, it is not uh, unusual for Ogier to engage in fighting. Which but 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 I mean like. But the, the, yeah, I, it does feel out of character, right? You know? yeah, yeah, they're builders. They're like they're gardener. They're sorry. they're very connected to the world. Yeah, yeah, the earth. Like, yeah, all yeah. the Ojir that we see are about as far from warlike as you could possibly imagine. So mm-hmm. it is really weird to see these gardeners, the Shanchen Ojir, who are seem to be very aggressive, and then mm-hmm. so I don't know why that is. I, I still I still have this theory that there's some kind of like mass hypnosis thing that happens with the Shanchen. No, I don't no. know why, but but there there was some thing they said about the the crystal throne or whatever that made me think that it's some kind of Tarongrel. Yeah. I don't know if we'll ever, you know, see anything like that. But I was I was wondering if it wasn't some kind of deal they had done with the Shan Chen, like you you guys won't attack us, but we'll give you, you know, a hundred death or, you know, super warriors to go work for you for a while. Maybe. Yeah. Whatever whatever it is, we we've never seen anything like this before. And and we actually haven't seen them fight yet, right? That's true. Yeah, they, they, maybe they suck. Yeah. <laughs> maybe as soon as the fighting starts, they're like, "Oh, we're not, we're not they, into this." They, they start singing to the trees. <laughs> oh. uh, yeah, I know what you mean, Alice. Because I think one of the things that sticks out to me of this whole series is one of the places I would love to visit most would be one of these Ogier steadings, mm-hmm. you know, or one of the cities that's built so amazingly by the by Ogier hands. Yeah. yeah. Or the Ogier Grove with the with all the giant trees, like they're. they're I think the Ogier are responsible for a lot of the really interesting stuff in the world. Yeah. But it does, it does seem really strange to think of them as, like, bloodthirsty killers, you know? Mm-hmm. Right. Chapter 35. The importance of Dielan. Icon of the White Lion. So, Luan and his crew of unaligned lords have asked for a safe conduct to come in and meet with Elaine in Camelin. Yeah, I, 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 I'd kind of forgotten about these guys. So this is the the force that was along the border when Egwene came through, uh, right? Like she, when Egwene came through and didn't quite go into Andor, these were the Andoran lords that met her at the border of yeah. Altara, I think? 
Uh, Murindi. Murindi. Okay. So and then she she traveled out, so it didn't end up tra- traveled out, so it didn't end up mattering. <laughs> but uh, from there, they they hung out around that area because of the Borderlanders, right? Yeah. So up until now, they have they've been out of this this game altogether. Mm-hmm. Although uh, their their army is pretty big by yeah. you know it sh- standards of today. It sure seemed like they were waiting to see who wins the fight between Elaine and Amarilla. Yeah, but. Uh, they 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 were riding towards the city with sixty thousand armsmen, which isn't that crazy compared to all the other armies that we have rolling around. But it's pretty big in Andor in terms, since I think Elaine's uh, forces in the yeah. number neighborhood are twenty or thirty thousand, right? Right, including lots of mercenaries. So en- enough that they could possibly take over Camelon on their own with a with a pretty horrible fight. And so with the fact that they show up and don't immediately start attacking is a good thing. I, I yeah. like it's about as much as they can hope for. Right. Uh, oh, and speaking of those mercenaries, by the way, there's a bit in here where a, a bunch of the mercenaries turned coat, but one of them stayed like loyal, yeah, and was probably the the key linchpin that prevented the other mercenaries from being able to take the gate and, and flip the battle the other direction. And like one of them sent a message saying, "Hey, we deserve a reward for that, right?" And Elaine's like, "Fuck off, <laughs> get what you pay, dude." Like Elaine, dude. come on. Well, like I, I get no, I mean, like I get. I get where she's coming from. This is literally their job. But at the same time... You throw them a bone. Yeah, right? I know. Like, it costs you nothing. Yeah. yeah. You're about to get a bunch of ransoms from all these nobles that you captured, largely because of these people's efforts. Yeah, really, like, she cannot afford to have more mercenaries training against her. And it seems like she's treating them a little on the raw side, you know? Yeah. Like, mercenaries are trash. Get the fuck out of here. And she's like, <laughs> like I kind of need these guys. It's like, these guys, these... Uh, yeah. yeah, I know, I know. I, I thought the same thing. She, like... She's like, ha, no. And, <laughs> yeah. and Master, Master Nori's like, oops, sorry for asking. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. So, uh, yeah. There's a, during the same conversation, she also offers Dayelin the throne, which I thought was kind of a... I, I know she sort of implied it, but she outright says, like, do you want to be the queen? These right. people would definitely declare for you, and I'll throw my support behind you. Yeah, because, you know, you're better at it than I am. <laughs> <laughs> and Dayelin's like, nah. Nah, dude. Have you seen the garbage fire that's going on around here? I do not want to be in charge of this. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that's that's true. Um, and yeah, Dylan is like, got this light. I got all this work running my yeah, own household. Right? I can't handle oh, this. Oh, man, super busy. Oh, thanks for the... Oh, oh that's really kind of... No, But no. like, we haven't actually seen Dylan running her household at all. No, no. <laughs> I, okay. But to be fair, being uh, you know a high lord or lady of Andor and not being the queen is probably a pretty sweet deal, right? I think oh so. yeah, 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 definitely. Like you don't want to be. I, th- I think Elaine is like, she's just naive. She's like she thinks she keeps thinking like, wow, I keep having to listen to all these reports and do all this paperwork and stuff. This sucks. Like yeah, yeah, Elaine. Being in charge probably does suck a lot. That is what it's like. But, but I mean, in her defense, like I think she probably doesn't feel like she has much of a choice because. She, like her mother was the queen and she was like groomed for this job and she has like a sense of loyalty and duty that I think none of us po- could possibly uh, ever uh, feel for anything <laughs> yeah, maybe, maybe I don't know but so yeah I don't know um, certainly not something I'd be interested in anyway Elaine I think is the my least favorite NDA member at this point yeah yeah I'm there with you yeah she's 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 take her stock has gone down quite a bit you know Egwene Egwene's stock was pretty low, but now it's coming right back up. Oh, yeah. That's true. Yeah, I, I would say Elaine, early Elaine was a lot 
more because remember she was the voice of reason when Nynaeve and Egwene were like shitting all over each other oh yeah and we were like oh man Elaine you're the best that's true yeah I and then she was that. like doing stuff with Tarongriel which was really interesting yeah. and now she's what she is yeah now she is what she is yeah I think Nynaeve is, is my favorite though still yeah pretty consistently every time Nynaeve shows up I'm like oh boy what's gonna happen <laughs> Uh, you Agreed. Know, yeah, I, I, I mean, I'm, I'm Team Egwene at this point, but I totally get it, and I need, I need to come a long way. We haven't seen her in a while, though. Not, not really. You know, she did. That's not true. Sorry. Yeah. Let me take that back. <laughs> the flight of the gold. She just started the the Grand Crusade to Tarwin's Gap. Right. Yeah, you're she right. Had that really baller speech. Yeah, yeah. yeah. As minute, the minute I said it, I was like, hold on, no, I'm wrong. Yeah, Nynaeve's <laughs> yeah. got some good shit. So speaking of Queen stuff, she report, uh, she gets reports from Harfor and Nori. They're keeping the spies in place that they found as part of their counter-espionage, mm-hmm. which I don't think is a good idea, but whatever. I'm not yeah. a queen. She's like, oh, yeah, they're the ones that are going to spy on us again. Well, yeah, that's why you want to get rid of them. But oh, it's fine. It's whatever. Yeah. The warehouses are still being burned, even though it's been a couple days since the, they won that battle. Yeah, which I don't know what that's about. Yeah, what is that about? Huh. They're going to find a guy like like Hark, who's going to be like, oh, I'm just really good at burning things. <laughs> just like burning shit. <laughs> I'm doing it. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, they mentioned that they are going to torture those uh, prisoners. Uh, yeah, which, after all. Uh, yeah, I guess. But I guess this is the Black Aja prisoners, not the royal prisoners. Oh, yeah. Well, I guess that's something, yeah. Yeah. And uh, Nori's like, by the way, I don't think you should trust Sylvace. She's like creepazoid. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, add it to the list of people who are like, dude, this person's like a yeah. problem. And she signs out some death warrants for those mercenaries that turned their coat. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah that's... That seems like the right professional thing. hazard. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Oh, and there's some sewer maintenance. I don't know. <laughs> Being the queen, you know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Got to deal with a lot of literal shit sometimes. I wonder if they brought up the sewer maintenance um, to juxtapose with Elida. Like, this is how you are supposed to rule. Because remember, Elida oh, had the whole thing too, where point. she was like, she had no idea how to fix these problems in the yeah. city. She's like, make these problems go away, or I'll have you flogged. Yeah. I I I think that. I think that Elaine is frustrating to read, but I do think she is the best person for this job, uh, for better or worse, uh, just because, you know, she's got the experience, she's got the, I don't know, maybe not Diana. I, yeah, I think there's another yeah. person in this room. <laughs> <laughs> but she won't take the job, all right? Yeah. After Diana, she's probably the best person for this I job. I love it. Diana's like, no, I'm just going to stay one of the VPs. You can be CEO, you know, it's a lot of responsibility. <laughs> Shit goes wrong, you get blamed. I'll right. just stay where I am. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but the next one, man, when, when Elaine gets brought down, Diana's first in line. Maybe. I think she actually mentioned she's like, uh, you know, she doesn't like the the throne to change houses unless there's a good reason for it. But if Elaine goes down, yeah, I, yeah, I, I, that strikes me as a BS reason. Yeah, well, yeah, I think it's just she doesn't want to do this amount of work. I don't blame her. She's like, I want to go back to my vineyards and drink wine. Right. Yeah. Right. That's the way to do it. So, oh. Elaine, by the way, has finally found a midwife that is not like a crazy controlling. Except person. she tastes her pee. Yeah, I was going to say that her, that, prenatal, her prenatal I, appointment tell consists us, of... Tell us, is that not what? normal? <laughs> <laughs> I, I just, yeah. for, for pregnancy treatment? No, not that I'm not, familiar not with. Not drinking your urine? Oh. No. Yeah. I think that's... I actually think that's pretty... That's hedge medicine, right? And there might be something you can tell if it's like acidic or something. Maybe. I don't know. I mean... So, it's, so far, she's all, she's like, okay, you don't have to drink like eat tofu and, and drink yes, flavorless Yes, that's nice. Tea. She's like, oh yeah, you can be act like a real human this, being. This person seems to know what they're doing, so I'll, I'll give her a, a, the benefit of the doubt <laughs> for the, the pea tasting. And, in her defense, urine is, I think, safe. Like, it's sterile, right? Like, it's generally... 
it's not going to hurt anybody to drink it. It's like something that I think uh, probably yeah. Like some people are into it. Not my thing. That's fine. You know, <laughs> maybe maybe hey, you know what? Maybe that's just uh, maybe that's just her midwife's thing. She just like right? she wants to drink that's, the queen's urine. That's why know? she got into this job? She found out she had a knack for it. Yeah, and I also get to drink as much queen pee as I want. <laughs> I would. It's <laughs> <laughs> the perk of having the job, you know. Uh, excuse me, sir. Daughter air pee. <laughs> oh, you're right. You're right. Soon to be queen pee. Huh. Apparently, you can see if it has sugar in it or not. Glucose. By if it tastes it? sweet, that's a bad thing. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> thank so, you for that. Thanks, internet. Thank you for that risky search. Okay, yeah. <laughs> yeah. After, your search history. I, yeah. After searching that, I, I do not envy your ad. <laughs> no, <laughs> probably not. Uh, yeah, so weight, uh, weight checking, vital checking, and pee drinking. The works for <laughs> yeah. that prenatal appointment. Uh, she also advises uh, reading and playing music for the babies, which is, you know, I mean, that's, I mean, I've heard that before, whatever. I, I think that is BS, but at least, you know, I wonder if that was like, harmful. that was like a phase though, right? Like in that child filming, there was a time when everybody was like, oh, play this was, baby Einstein. It was like definitely stuff. a fad. Baby, baby yeah. Mozart. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. Definitely a fad thing. So I bet that was what was, you know, something from Robert Jordan's yeah, own. Yeah. One of those wacky, non-replicated scientific results. Yeah. 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 And then from there, I think it's time to meet with those new nobles, right? Yeah, she gathers up all her nobles, uh, most of whom are annoying kids, yeah. and meets with all the cool nobles who didn't play in this stupid slap fight that she had with Armilla. Yeah, yeah. The, and it turns out that the reason that they are there is to look for a team up against the Borderlanders. Yeah. And, and, and Elaine just like throws it all out there. <laughs> yeah. She, oh, yeah, I sent the Borderlanders over there. I told them to... I told them to yeah, totally you know, fine. Yeah, they're not coming to fight us. You know, they're, they're, you know, I've totally dealt with this. Yeah. And then they ask about the Black Tower, and she's like, oh, yeah, I'm on top of it. Yeah, yeah, I send, like, cops over there to check it out every now and then. <laughs> and uh, after questioning her, then they swear loyalty to her. Yeah, they, it's, it's, it happens really fast. I, I, it seems to me that they did not come to this come to the table with the intention of doing this, but once they saw that Elaine was kind of handling shit, they're like, well... Well, I remember Dylan was there, and I think that they got like one last like the, that. Some of them said, you know, we we really like Dylan, and Dylan's like, nope, not me, Sonny. And so they then they, they realized they had no other options but Elaine. I think that's really what's going on here, is that this is a foregone conclusion at this point because mm. they they don't want they they don't want to fight another civil war. None of them want it. Dylan doesn't want it. The only option left to them is just to shut the whole thing down. Yeah, I think you're probably right. I I I, I think. And this is not, I don't think this is necessarily strongly represented in the text, it's just kind of my inference, that they didn't know if Elaine was another puppet, essentially, because Morghese ended up being a puppet to this Robin, Robin guy. And, oh, yeah. and to them, they were afraid that she was just going to be like the Dragon Reborn's puppet on the, on the oh, phone, right? That's an interesting perspective. So when they showed up and saw that she was actually running shit, they were like, okay, well, there's no reason to fight this anymore. Because I think all of, all of those people are true Andorran loyalists. They're not, like, in it, in it for their own power. They're not in it for, like, any kind yeah. of, like... They're just, like, what's best for Andor is consistency and, like, you know, staying the course. Right. That's yeah. a really good point. Yeah, yeah. so... No so one once, wants a civil war, except maybe Jared, who's still running out there. Yeah, I, I, like, he's he's uh, the husband of one of the the people who's prisoner, right? Yeah, I think that's accurate, yeah. Yeah, maybe Nayin or something like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so and, he, and, might, he might come around. And also, Elarian... Does not like Elaine and doesn't care who knows. Yeah. Uh, She's I, like, you suck. Did you know you suck? Yeah. Yeah. I, I mean, that, that would piss me off. But Elaine, Elaine handles it all right, you know. Yeah, it's just the job, right? Yeah. 
don't have to like you. They just have to work. But uh, she does not swear. But she says, but Elaine's like, but you know, you can't stand out when Tarmine Gaidan comes. And and Lorian's like, oh, I'll be there for <laughs> <laughs> fighting for Andor. Yeah. Not for Fine. you, for Andor. She's yeah. like, whatever. <laughs> right. And Elaine, okay, I will Lorian. <laughs> yeah. But there, uh, so it's done. Uh, Elaine is now on the fast track to the Queen Throne, and Andor is ready to stand in Tarmon Gaidon. Yeah, except for that one guy, Jared. Well, yeah, I mean, it'll probably work out. Yeah, it'd be fine. It'd be fine. <laughs> I mean, Elaine may just have Rand show up and bailfire them all back in time. Yeah, I mean, she's queen now. It's okay to do that, you know? <laughs> she didn't want him to win her the throne, but now she's got the throne. Right, she can, yeah. like, she can bring in her dragon, <laughs> and her dragon police. <laughs> yeah. To get everyone in line. Yeah, I, I don't know. These were, these were, these were fun. These were yeah, fun, stuff practice. was happening at least. Yeah, yeah, for sure. So, anything else? Um, do, do we know what a knife of dreams is? It was in one of the poems, right? Yeah. I, was it? I, I, usually these books these days are direct references to the the, the dragon oh, prophecy. Boom. Okay, the, the, the preface, the quote at the beginning of the book. The sweetness of victory and the bitterness of defeat are alike a knife of dreams. From Fog and Steel by Madoc Comadron. The fuck does that mean? Who is Matt, Matt Coffin? Yeah, it's that's Matt. Oh no no no! I mean, what, is, what does the quote mean? Oh, it's it's Matt. It's probably just some cool shit he was saying. <laughs> <laughs> made some shit up. Yeah. Uh, Rob Jordan was like rolling a dice. A uh, knife of roll 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 dreams. Yeah, that sounds great. <laughs> I mean, I'm surely he started with the title and sword of farts. I don't know. <laughs> you got like a Mad Libs <laughs> halberd of whimsy. Uh, yeah, you know the old joke about fantasy novels is that the characters don't go to the bathroom; they go to the room of bath. <laughs> yeah. No, okay, no, no. I, I think I get this. The sweetness of victory and the bitterness of defeat are alike a knife. Like both of those things are a knife of dreams. So, yeah, like they, they, they both they are, kill dreams. I like each other. They are both a knife of dreams. Like, no, they're like a, a knife of dreams. It's like a knife that's really cool and good, but also it's sharp like a knife, so it hurts sometimes. And, they, and it's um, all one thing. Like, like, the, like oh, you're dreaming knives. <laughs> a knife dream. I, it kind of makes sense to me. Okay. Uh, no, I mean, as long as one of us gets it. Yeah. <laughs> we, knew, we knew you were the smartest one anyway, Jeff. Yeah. Maybe the last chapter is going to be all about that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, the Knife of Dreams is this Tarangral that shows up in the, the very end of the book. <laughs> oh, we found this Knife of Dreams. Oh, that's the Knife of Dreams. I read about that. Yeah. It's alike the sweetness of victory. And <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, do you have any questions? Uh, no, we don't have any questions, but I would like to let y'all know, do a teaser, that next week is going to be, our next episode is going to be the world release of Deep in the Heart of Sean Chen, an original song. Oh, <laughs> I'm really excited. Oh, oh, can't wait. So, that's it for this episode. Next time, we're going to cover chapters 36 through the end of Knife of Dreams. I am Jeff Lake. That's at Jeff underscore Lake on Twitter. I'm Alice Sullivan. That is Blue Bonnet Cafe on Instagram. I'm Michael Sparkman. I still don't have one of those. If you have any comments, questions, or feedback, please drop us a line at hello at armadillo.club. We love hearing from you. And if you ask us a question, we may answer it on air. Please share us with anybody you think might like us. Please give us good reviews wherever you got this, especially iTunes. Please check out our Patreon at armadillo.club. Please like us in real life. We're just so likable. Until next time. The, the light, light illumine you. you.